tell me, are you guilty of throwing your weight about in the saddle when you're riding your horse? Now, if you are, don't feel too guilty. Uh, you're not alone, you're in good company. Because I think initially we all are a little bit guilty of this when we begin horse riding because we don't realize just how much we communicate with where we are positioning our weight and where we are, I suppose, placing our weight while we're riding our horse and then we get upset when our horse is doing something totally different. Meanwhile, we have just asked him. We are going to be chatting all about that this week and getting really, really clear on your weight aids. Hi there, my name is Lorna and I'd like to welcome you to Daily Strides here from Strides for Success, where we create these riding lessons, these audio horse riding lessons for you to download and you can listen to them as you ride your own horse and hopefully become a more effective rider. Every week we take a specific theme or a topic and then we break it down into five different parts and we work through it for the week. The lessons are each about, I say, I was going to say 12 minutes, but they're about, I've been known to go over sometimes, um, but about 12 minutes long and you can either listen to them day by day, hence the daily strides part, or they'll all just fit together to make a full one hour riding lesson, whichever suits your schedule and your time the best. You can find out more about these and lots of other fun things such as the webinars that are happening and all those other things, the Rider Fitness Challenge. You can find out more over at stridesforsuccess.com and you can visit us over there. But let us get on with today. So we said we want to talk about your weight aids. Now your weight aids essentially are where and how you're using your core I suppose because it does come down to your muscles to distribute your weight in the saddle and not only that it's also how by making these subtle movements and almost shifting your weight about you will then be able to influence and communicate with your horse what you want him to do or how you want him to go and different little things and the thing is you can't turn this off that's that's the kind of confusing part that a lot of riders get a little bit hung up with because well, you can't make yourself weightless, unfortunately. Um, so your weight aids are always there. And if we don't learn to master them, they are always going to be communicating with your horse. Now, in order to really, really be able to master your weight aids, you do require an independent seat. And also, I really, and I think this is really important, a certain level of fitness and body awareness, okay? So you need to know the cause and effect of your muscles. If I move this muscle or if I maybe tense or contract or if I do this with this muscle, it is going to have this um, reaction. And we will be going through this more this week and how you can begin to kind of feel what's going on and how we move. It's amazing. We we just move. We don't ever think about how we're moving, but um, it, we just do it. But I think good riding and, of course, developing that sense of feel in the saddle that we all want to achieve as riders, a lot of it comes down to having these good weight aids really really important so if your weight aids are not applied correctly and as I said they're always there they're always being an influencing factor in you and your horse and whether you are intentionally or unintentionally maybe doing it wrong or you're maybe saying something else to your horse what often ends up happening is they can work against or contradict the other aids that you're using to communicate with your horse and this is why I mentioned at the beginning sometimes your horse is busy doing something totally different and you're kind of getting a little bit frustrated and you're kind of questioning him why are you doing that I didn't ask you to do that 
And meanwhile, back at the ranch, you really have. Or he is just moving like that to try and compensate for what you're doing in the saddle, okay? So what can go wrong, first of all? Oh, lots. Just like everything in horse riding. Well, first and foremost, you do need to be straight and you do need to be balanced and you need to know what center is. And so many riders... (laughs) are not any of those things. Um, a little bit lopsided, a little bit crooked through their spine, and maybe dipping a shoulder, even so much as to cocking their head or leaning, tilting their head one side or the other. All these things affect your weight and your weight aids in the saddle. So being straight is really, really important. The other thing that riders sometimes get wrong is that they become a little bit over-enthusiastic with applying the weight aid. So they might hear about you want to weight your inside seat bone, perhaps if you're turning or something like that. And they end up like leaning over or just like putting all their weight, like forcing it down, bearing down on um, maybe one seat bone or the other and of course that is not right as well another way that we can sometimes as riders get the channels of communication confused through our weight aids is not timing the use of the aid correctly with your horse's movement um, which you have to learn to do as well and again it comes down to that feel in the saddle that you can feel what is going on underneath you and then you can apply your aids as it is happening and as you shouldn't as your horse is in the best possible position to take action on the question that you've just asked okay so if we were to use our weight aids where would we use them we really and truly use them for all aspects of riding so you would use them to encourage your horse to go forward and it's as simple as if you could imagine that you're in a chair and you're just about to get up out of that chair without without actually getting up, okay? It's, it's like that moment where you're going to get up. But what's really important is this chair has no arms, okay? So it's nothing to do with your arms or your upper body. It's a, a chair that you have to get up from using, well, I suppose your legs and your tummy, your core, okay? So before your legs actually begin to lever, or you have a bit of leverage there to get you up, you're going to use your core first. And that is the going forward aid. Now, it's really important to remember that your weight aids, they intertwine or they combine with so many other facets of being a rider. And your breathing is really important as well to take into account. And we will be talking more about that later on in the week as well. But um, that how you breathe. And it's interesting to realize that if you were to get up, you would generally breathe in, okay? Now, so we said going forward, but you also use your weight aids to slow down or to come back with your horse. And again, like we just said, breathing in to go forward, if you can imagine exhaling, breathing out to come back. So you want that. Now, what often happens when people are using their weight aids incorrectly to come down or to come back, and whether it be you just want to have hold or whether it be it's a downward transition, people tend to bear down again and they do it very first of all very abruptly and secondly in a way that can cause discomfort for the horse so they actually end up getting a completely different reaction from the horse as to what they were initially seeking so we're going to be talking more about that to be more I suppose effective not only that a little bit more mindful of how we are using our weight aids so you'd also use your weight aids to turn okay and I mentioned earlier about that weighted inside seat bone and that's really important but what's also really important is that sometimes riders can become a little bit too enthusiastic about their weight aids and what they'll actually end up doing is lifting 
the outside seat bone completely off the saddle, okay? That should not happen. Your seat bones stay on the saddle at all times, both seat bones. Both seat bones will remain seated at all times during the performance. But it is really, really important to remember that. And also that by dipping your shoulder, by leaning or tilting, you are not in any way weighting the seat bone. In fact, um, you're going to be just shoving or throwing your hips in the opposite direction to where you want, which... Well, that's not going to help anything, okay? Now, I mentioned that at the beginning, um, being fit and being in control of your body and realizing what's going on underneath you is a huge part of finally, first of all, understanding your weight aids, but also then being able to control them. And often how riders use them becomes incorrect due to the fact that they are weak through their core and what they do is to compensate for this they begin to squeeze or to grip maybe with their thighs they begin to maybe uh, squeeze in with the knees or even lift up the lower leg whatever the case is but it is definitely not helping their overall riding and we said at the very very beginning about this independent seat you should be able to move your legs independent of the seat that is what an independent seat is and not just your legs all parts of your body but what I mean by that is that you are not solely relying on your legs to keep you on the horse and similarly your arms or your any part to keep you on the horse your seat must be there and you must be balanced and independent through your seat in order to stay on the horse and that's a really really important factor and a lot of the time when weight aids go a little bit awry it's down to the fact that the rider fitness level is not at the required or the necessary level to really and truly gain control over what their body is doing in the saddle now how do you make your weight aids better well practice 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 i'm afraid there's no quick fix we are going to be going through a couple of different exercises first of all just to get you a little bit aware of what's going on in your bum uh, no but underneath you and with your seat bones not only that with your weight and how you can affect it and how such small subtle movements have a very very big and reaching far-reaching consequences uh, particularly where your horse is concerned but what i would then suggest you to do is begin spending lots of time walking and just trying to feel what is happening underneath you in the saddle so i would start there okay now what i mean by what is happening feel when each leg is moving feel how that um i suppose moves your hips and your seat bones but then begin to try and feel what muscles are involved in that movement in your body okay and initially you might think well I don't know because my muscles are not very strong but you will be able to feel and as I said we are going to be doing more exercises later in the week to get us really really I suppose focused on those muscles um, this is going to be an inspiring week you're going to leave this week thinking yes I am going to become fitter I am going to become better but yeah spend lots of time walking number two get an exercise ball it sounds so simple get rid of your office chair now I know a lot of us work in maybe corporate jobs and we do not have 
the freedom to get rid of our office chair. But even if you're sitting at home or wherever you're sitting, if you could replace uh, your chair with an exercise ball or if you're going to watch some TV, get an exercise ball and watch TV from your exercise ball. And all it does is you'll begin to again feel how your weight and what you're doing with the rest of your body is going to affect your balance underneath you and how by using different little muscles and by, I suppose, combining your muscles differently and then by maybe being more mindful about how you're applying certain maybe weights to certain areas or whatever, you can then get different results. So the exercise ball will help you with that. And then lastly, assuming that you do not have lots of time to spend in the saddle and you do need a few practical exercises for maybe in the car and the way to work, I would suggest beginning to feel then as you're driving or as you're sitting anywhere. So maybe you're in um, an office job where you cannot replace your office chair. I know we all are not in the situation where we can. Um, but while you're on the chair, begin to again feel how your movement, not only that, begin practicing your posture. And that will definitely then help your weight aid. Guys, as I mentioned, all this week on Daily Strides, we are going to be talking about the weight aids. Well, about your weight aids, I suppose, not just the weight aids. Um, I want you, tomorrow we're going to be understanding and feeling a weighted seat bone. On Wednesday, we're going to be trying to be like developing your seat to stop, start and turn. And then on Thursday, it's going to be more practical. We're going to be riding through it and trying to notice little differences in our horses due to how we are positioning our weight. If you would like to join us on the lessons, as always, you can pop up to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join. Um, all the details are there and we would love to have you. I hope you have a really super day. Keep well and chat soon. Bye. Bye.